0: Previously on the Simply Human Podcast.
1: Is that is that basically the same principle that, and this is, uh, was it Ted Bundy or one of those guys, Jeffrey Dahmer? That uh, yeah, sorry. Not I like really, where this is going. Way
0: really. to bring it down. Way to
1: bring the yeah. room down. So so like Jeffrey Dahmer started out like looking at like Playboy him, and then he ends up you know killing people and cutting their heads off and putting them in their. So rather
2: quick escalation.
1: It's episode sixty one of the Simply Human podcast with your hosts Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is the return of John Smith. We're going to talk about metabolism and other fun stuff around nutrition. Then it's another moderately funny edition of the Humans Being human segment and the locker room story, and we'll wrap up with our Simply Human tip the uh, week. How are you, Rick?
2: Is it any time that John Smith introduces himself to people, does he have to, like, provide some sort of context because they're, like... Fifty thousand John Smiths, like this, no, no, I'm not name. the John Smith, the accountant. I'm also not the John Smith, uh, architect. I'm not but the John Baker. Smith, doctor. Yeah. I'm the John Smith that does this. Oh, okay. Like they need to have a John Smith convention, and, just, <laughs> and, and on the name tag it just says like what you do, like how you distinguish yourself. Like I've got six, like it just says six toes on there. I've got six toes. I'm the six-toed John <laughs> Smith, or whatever.
1: Do, do you? I'm, I'm not sure if he does that or not. Did you notice anything weird about how I'm talking?
2: Uh, Yeah, it sounds a little odd. I thought you were like maybe – and I know you don't get down this way, but I was like it sounds like you're like licking on a sucker, like have a sucker in your mouth or like a piece of hard candy. Okay,
1: hang on. Let me me take it out.
2: (laughs) That's what she said.
1: (laughs) Okay, that's better. I have a retainer, Rick.
2: Why do you have a retainer? I saw this picture that you texted me and I thought it was fake. Okay. You're a grown man. Why do you have a retainer? Okay.
1: My dad traded many, many pies for braces for the three kids –
2: by the way, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I was unaware of that. <laughs> yeah. So instead of money, he gave brought, just brought boxes well, of pies. No, to
1: the, dentist. D- the orthodontist. He said, "Any, you know, while my kids have braces, any time that you want to send a pie to a referring dentist or." Pediatric dentist. Hmm? Um, we didn't. He didn't. We didn't send him What kind of pie that went? We didn't, we didn't see them. We didn't send them uh, MacBook Airs. We sent them pies from Urban's Bakery. Um, so anyway, okay. Did so, it knock
2: like a substantial price off, like the the, the braces, or oh, we, was it just like he a, paid
1: zero dollars in cash?
2: Are you kidding? Me?
1: Yeah. He he paid for our braces with pie.
2: <laughs> that like that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. This isn't like. 1850 well, yeah. we're not paying for like <laughs> goods and services with chickens
1: <laughs> and goats. Hold on, let me yeah. explain the retainer quickly. Okay, yeah. Go so, I had, you know, I've it, all those pies. I have these. Turns out they
2: did a really lackluster job because they did it for free.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this is the pie guy. We're gonna like we go every other tooth on the brackets. Yeah. <laughs> so I have these teeth. You know, they're all straight now. And I had these retainers, which over the last 18 years, I have I, I've have lost them about 10 years ago, to be honest with you. And my bottom teeth have have sort of come out of whack. So it's a two it's a two birds with one stone kind of thing. The retainer is a to to. Fix my bottom teeth, and B to to have something to keep them in place. So
2: that's it's really that important that we have straight teeth. Well, like, I'd like to ask this critical question. It's, I'm sure it's mainly tell me about it. But well,
1: it's mainly to keep them to keep them from from getting even more jacked up in the and on the bottom. Just which doing they like will.
2: continental drift, and then all of a sudden you look yeah. like a you know Frankenstein looking right. guy. Exactly. So that's. Well, I'll say this: of all the people that we know, I'm the only person that I know of that didn't have braces. I had braces yeah, for about three weeks because i had some like jaw alignment problem when i was like six or six six uh sixth grade and so they're like well first before we put him in this massive retainer you remember that thing oh yeah uh, uh we have to straighten his teeth out just a little bit and then we'll get him this giant retainer he can wear just at night and he'll do that for like a year and then after that we'll go to braces well i wore the giant retainer just at night for like a year and it fixed my uh i think it was it was called the bionator by the way which Jeez. i laugh at at least once a week but uh <laughs> So I got my jaw back aligned, and the plan was to go into braces, and we just kind of like didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. And here I am uh, you know, more than 20 years later after that. My teeth don't look crooked. I mean I can tell right. in the mirror they're like a little bit crooked, but like I don't care. Yeah. I don't want to go – I don't want to get into yeah. braces. No, I
1: wouldn't either. It, yeah. It, and every time good. I go
2: to the dentist, I haven't had my wisdom teeth out either. Appar- like I, my teeth apparently are very, very slow developing. Like I didn't lose my first tooth until I was in fifth grade so wow. I think they just keep waiting for my wisdom. I'm, dude, I'm not going to go get my wisdom teeth yeah, taken out unless they, they make me. Bothering like, that's you, ridiculous.
1: Um, Next topic. What do yes. you think would happen to a mosquito in a microwave?
2: You texted this to me. I, you would think he would die, but apparently that's not the case. I, th- this. I, By the way, why are you putting mosquitoes in microwave? I didn't. First, you're walking around eating crickets. <laughs>
1: now you're doing that. I wanted to eat a live mosquito, and I wanted him to be warm. Uh no okay so I'm like warming up something in the microwave which I know yeah I'll get we'll get emails about in the
2: microwave. You, hang on will you really get emails about that like can we are we really supposed to like uh, take the microwave and chuck it out the door yeah
1: it's in some circles but so okay I, well I, I don't, noticed I don't know right right before I hit like start there's, there's a mosquito in there a huge mosquito and I'm like oh man this is gonna be awesome this mosquito is gonna explode okay, hang on.
2: time out so a normal person <laughs> this is uh we're gonna play a, a, a little game called normal person or Mark a normal person would be like oh my god there's a mosquito in this closed receptacle i use to cook food i'm going to get the mosquito out that's weird and mark would be like oh man screw germs and food i'm <laughs> Blood. going to watch this mosquito explode
1: <laughs> nothing happened to the mosquito he i i, I, I put it in there uh, for, we gathered that for yeah. about a minute and i opened the thing and he just flew out and then i killed him um <laughs> congratulations mosquito you have you have passed the test the most rigorous physical test uh
2: survival test and now i'm gonna kill you that's your that's your that's your
1: okay for for hunkering
2: down and surviving this is your (laughs)
1: pay. splat okay last thing i have is i produced we're, we're recording this well before the december 28th which is my 12th anniversary by the way um uh, the, the, the 12th anniversary, putting up with you. the 12th, no, not, not my ma- ma- wedding anniversary. This is the 12th anniversary of the last time I went, made it through a day without pooping my pants. Um, it's been <laughs> yeah, 12, I don't 12, think anyone. 12, 12 12 years. Years. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I produced the episode 60 where we talked about the Santa incident and, and yes. I was crying again, <laughs> listening to it again. It's, Oh man, that was funny. And well, I had someone else I was telling him about, and, and he was like, another thing we could have said was, hey, kids, I'm actually not supposed to be within 300 yards of the school.
2: <laughs> Which Everyone means. say goodbye. Say hello to Santa real quick, <laughs> because if my parole officer comes around, we all got to pretend I never was here.
1: <laughs> okay. So um, Christmas, it's December 28th. It's it's right in between Christmas and New Year's. This is time travel talk, but uh, yeah, Christmas, presents, chaos. You have two sons. It's. Uh,
2: we went and bought my wife, uh, you know, and we do kind of slightly unconventional Christmas. She will go get something that she wants and call that her Christmas present. But, like, I'm still responsible. We have to get little things. So I took the boys to, like, a, a Ross. And uh, if you're not from America, that's like a like a discount-type store. And we bought some coffee mugs because she always likes coffee mugs and some candles. And what is the first thing those boys do as soon as we get home? <laughs> Mama, we got you coffee (laughs) for Christmas. Shut up. Shut your face I love your It it makes it way worse because she's the kind of person that doesn't like to be surprised. So you literally have to like store your presents in another person's house because she will sneak around and she will try to ruin
1: it. I'm like that. Well hey, let's let's go a little easy on trying to ruin Christmas, Mr. Tear the Corner off of Christmas presents. And look and see what it was.
2: That was seriously like twenty five years ago.
1: Well, you, can you all listeners? Can you believe that Rick would do that when he was a little kid? He would cut open.
2: And I would t- no no. You act like this is a yearly thing. I did it like one time. <laughs> <laughs> and if anything else it was really more to see if like hey can I uh, you know CIA agent style like, yeah. can I lift the corner of this up I think off actually you see? did it
1: once while I was over I was over there like on a sleepover or something yeah, I think we and, did yeah, yeah
2: now that you now that you mentioned that see I'm but, like, yeah I have reformed myself because I understand that part of like the thrill of giving someone a gift is surprising them with a really cool gift well it's not uh, you know. Trying to ruin it and find out what it is, like, a week before Christmas. Anna Anna and I have that. Interrogate your children beforehand. (laughs)
1: Yeah, because they will spill the beans. Uh, Um, Yes, they're not smart. Anna and I have that in common, because Jen said something to me about... My mom, because uh, I got a text from my mother-in-law saying, she "What size?" Mom joke. Yeah, well, it's like, "What size T-shirt do you do you wear?" And I said, "You know, told her." And then, oh,
0: that's
1: you're getting a T-shirt. So a T-shirt, but then Probably,
0: is it a CrossFit shirt? No,
1: no, no, shut <laughs> up. But then my my wife says something about, "Oh, my mom got you and and Ryan, her brother, my uh, a really a really funny T-shirt." So she turned around to like do something over the sink. So I grabbed her phone. Opened up, looked at the text, saw What's the, the matter with saw you? the picture of the t-shirt, and was like, "Oh, hmm, a beard t-shirt. That's pretty cool." She was like, "Why would you do that? Like, have you yes, not learned? Exactly. Why would you do that? Have you not you learned? You've ruined Christmas. I am a cheater. I, if I'm playing a game, I will cheat to win." I like to win, and uh, and I like to. you are win. not
2: winning. What you're doing is <laughs> ruining like someone giving you like a gift and having like the personal set. Sati- like when they, w- I want to see someone's eyes when they open a present. Like ah, like a, especially a thoughtful one. Yeah. I want to see them like be oh. surprised. Like I can't believe this. This is so great. And, and here you are trying it. to screw it up.
1: And before I, I, we need to start stumbling towards our, our interview with John. But one last thing: Did you enjoy the Christmas present that I got you?
2: I did, and I have been thoroughly enjoying them. By the way, some uh, I I, I figured you would just them. throw
1: them in the in the trash when you got. Oh them. no no!
2: I've been wearing the crap out of them. Uh, I need to take a picture and put them on uh, our Facebook page because Mark sends me a text like at the very beginning of December, and it says, "Hey, uh, you're getting," and I don't remember exactly what the text said, but it's something like, "Hey, I sending you a Christmas present in the mail." It's something weird or something yeah. and I was like, okay. oh God wow well, okay did
1: you say something that was is like this? is it the severed head of someone like yeah
2: so I open it up and it's these like this classic Mark Rogers like new age fitness style thing it's these like <laughs> foot alignment socks my happy
1: feet and I'll link to it in the show notes I have yes. them I wear them at least three or four times a week
2: yeah uh, you put them on they, they basically look like fingerless gloves but they're socks and you put your kind of I mean that's a hard, it's hard to describe them unless yeah. you've seen them but they separate your toes yeah, they're supposed to get your toes, I guess, in alignment with your feet. And as soon as I opened the package, I saw this and I was like, "Huh, oh, Mark." Yeah, this that's is... a, that's that's so Mark. Yeah. By the way, I'm not getting you anything for Christmas.
1: I know that. That's fine. Uh, you, what you give? What, uh,
2: what you... I'm giving you is an, uh, 52 hours of my time. <laughs> Seriously, uh,
3: no, that's
1: what I, that's what me. I was going to say. Uh, oh, 52. Uh, were you referencing my football number? No, I'm practicing throwing a football over in the mountain. Yeah, your your present to me is all the time. Uh, okay, so we need to get to our said. interview. That is what she said. Um, really quick, go to simplyhumanlifestyle.com dot com slash shop. We are still doing the holiday uh, Simply Human Reset giveaway while supplies last. You either get uh, you get the twenty one emails, the recipes from Laura Cross, ourfulplate.com, dot com, a T shirt. And then, uh, you, either your choice of a 28-day supply of the multivitamin nutrients, or a full bottle of Skinny Fat. I got a text today from somebody saying that they got their Skinny Fat, so things are are happening. So please sign up for that, and uh, also leave us a review on iTunes and be and enter yourself into the December. Yeah, at Simple this point, you won't, this
2: is the 28, right? Right. You only have three days left. Let's make the odds a little bit worse for everyone. Let's all throw a million reviews up there, and then. Uh, Yes.
1: All right. So there's that's housekeeping stuff. All right. John Smith is a guy who used to have the Garden Variety Triathlon. I was on his podcast. He's been on Vinny Tortorich. Vinny Tortorich has been on his show. Then he had the Fit Fat Fast podcast, which he doesn't do anymore. But he is he is well versed, and I'm really sad that you're not going to be in on this interview because he is well versed in the 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 film Mafitone stuff, the Zone Two training. Metabolic conditioning, as far as uh, ask
2: him food. lots of questions for me I because will. this is uh we're, this is my obsession right
1: now. Well, and actually, email me uh, a list of questions, and I'll get to it. But he is an expert on, uh, you know, getting your body to burn fat for fuel. So that's basically what we're going to talk about. So here is John Smith, his real name, joining us on the Simply Human Podcast. Please to have back on the show john smith and you know rick who can't be on the the call today uh when i said Slacker. yeah when i said john smith he's asleep right now because he's a night shift cop but he's like that's not his real name and i was like <laughs> no that's that's his real name so we had this whole big long thing about how you know the, the, he said that uh and the listeners will know this but you won't uh but he said uh there needs to be like a john smith convention of all the john smiths you're like i'm the john smith who's a (laughs) who's a mechanic and i'm the john smith who's a banker and like so you can sort of differentiate yourselves but john smith formerly of the garden variety triathlon podcast and then the fit fat fast podcast two podcasts that actually garden garden variety triathlon podcast was the first podcast like that's the first show i ever listened to on like itunes podcast app so so many years ago but um uh you know never know what uh, what John has up his sleeve. I know you've you've been uh extensively trained in metabolic uh flexibility and just the whole idea of metabolism, which is one of the things I want to talk to you about today. Uh, but we just have a lot of stuff to talk about. What's going on? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, let's uh let's sort of delve in right off the bat on an email uh, exchange that we had yesterday where you were like, "Let's talk about how Athletes can't go low carb after you flew the low carb flag for two years. Explain that sentence.
3: wait, what kind of question is that? The, yeah. I thought we were going to talk about racism and torture, <laughs> what, yeah, what, what kind of nonsense is that? Yeah,
1: he said uh, he said he wanted to talk about something controversial. I was like,, well, let's talk about Ferguson and torture and abortion yeah
3: let's let's talk about metabolic efficiency, yeah yeah, so so you made a reference to me having a couple of different podcasts and really what it is it's kind of like a, a journey of, of mine through health you know I mean, you know we talked about this last time but I was a, I was a three sport athlete in high school uh, not gifted enough to play collegiately but I was still athletic and uh, as an adult let myself get up to over 300 pounds and you don't do something like that without something being metabolically broken. And so my, my journey back to health has led me through various different uh, avenues and I've decided to podcast about all of them. And you mentioned, you know, I, I, kind of like the rule of 50, like once a podcast reaches 50 episodes Uh for me, I like to kind of move on from it. How many Uh, episodes are you up to?
1: Well, you're, you're (laughs) on episode 61, so congratulations. (laughs)
3: Um, But, uh, but anyway, the podcast aside, what I look at that are kind of milestones along the along the way for me as I learn about health and fitness and and more importantly nutrition, uh, because nutrition is really where it's at. And so I went from uh, went to the vegan way of life, which was good in that it cleaned up my diet a, a lot, but for any number of reasons, which I don't want to get into, it wasn't the best thing for me. And then I found metabolic efficiency and in a low carb, uh, high fat diet. And it worked really well, but I was also training for Ironman triathlons. And this past year I took, I've taken 2014 off and of, of, of any races. I'm going back to Ironman starting, uh, next year. So, so I'm actually technically gearing up my training right now. But one thing that I learned is that when you're training for an Ironman, you can make a lot of mistakes uh, with your, your diet because your training volume is going to correct those mistakes. But when I wasn't training, I noticed that my body composition was was worsening. Um, I had uh, I had difficulty uh, losing inflammation. I had a hard time not gaining water retention, and I took a look around. And I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to to name names, but there are a lot of personalities in kind of the low-carb world that talk about the same thing, that have trouble not gaining weight after a while because your body will adjust to anything. And the thing that I've kind of come full circle with, uh, and, and I've done a ton of reading on this, is that you know, your body responds to carbohydrate by releasing insulin for a reason. You know, there, there is a reason why you have the hormone insulin in your body. And and the ability to properly manage that is not the the answer is not to totally and completely eliminate carbohydrates. Right. You know they, they talk about gluconeogenesis being is the body's ability to to generate uh, sugar. You know from from excess protein, but. A, it's a really lousy form of sugar. It's not a very bioavailable or, or – or, or it's, certainly it's bioavailable, but it's not a very uh, easy to uptake. It's not a very – like you're not going to go out and eat a steak and run a sprint. Uh, you know, that, right. it, it doesn't work that way. And th- the same way that you don't want to have a big bowl of pasta and overload your body with, uh, with, with an insulin uh, response – But insulin is basically a storage hormone, and do you want to give it a bunch of fat to store, or do you want to have insulin facilitate uh, the storage of and and gaining of lean muscle tissue? And so what I've come to understand is that if you you properly cycle – your carbohydrates and you know, it's the, the term carb cycling is pretty popular, but if you properly cycle your carbohydrate around exercise around certain times of day, when it's beneficial to eat carbohydrate and if you're eating the right kinds of carbohydrate, like, uh, Snickers. Like a, a, what's that?
1: Like Snickers.
3: Is that what you're yeah, like, saying? Like, like like Snickers yeah. or coconut sugar, you know, cause <laughs> it's organic, it's organic right. and it's gluten free. Yeah. You know, so, so it's good. It's good for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm kind of sounding like like a little bit of a nag here, but like I, like you go read Paul Jaminet's Perfect Health Diet, and he has his list of safe safe starches, you know, white yam, rice, uh, white sweet rice, potatoes, tarot yeah. root, tapioca, uh, even plantains to a degree. And um, in, in one of the things that I realized that I was eating and and, and and doing certain things that were working really well for me, like one of my favorite post exercise breakfasts uh breakfasts is that, that Bre- breakfast i maybe i just ate one breakfast
1: breakfast i think is the yeah,
3: exactly point. Yeah. was uh was oatmeal and cottage cheese i love that mm. um but then all of a sudden i start waving the low carb flag and i've got to cut out oatmeal because i can't have oats right but i was lean uh, you know i i liked it and i responded to it and i've gone back to that and i love it and you know we uh in in fruit like i'd cut out more or less cut out fruit and, uh, you know, I heard on a podcast recently, I heard an interview somewhere and somebody's like, eat fruit. You know, we don't, we didn't become an obese society because we're eating apples. You know, right. we, we became an obese society because we're eating Snickers. Yeah. And so, you know, a, 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 an apple with lunch, you know, or, or a grapefruit after dinner, you know, for a dessert, I'll make a grapefruit chia pudding and it's delicious. You know, I love it. I love, yeah. I love putting fruit back in my diet. Since I've kind of uh, gotten like you and I saw each other in person about uh, six weeks ago, something like that.
1: Yeah, at the greatest uh, event in the history oh. of events. Uh, it uh. wasn't a, it wasn't a great event for the LSU football team, but as far as like the, the LSU tailgating scene is, uh, we talked about it. Rick and I have talked about it on the show. It it's unbelievable. It, we, it, it
3: really is. Oh. You know, it's a it's an embarrassment of uh, of of riches yeah. as far <laughs> as food and food and drink. <laughs> there's there's no storage like, of that. There's
1: just like random like taps out of like the building like buildings or a car that's just like this just free beer. Like well, whatever, you, whatever know, you want. There
3: was uh, that the stadium will seat hundred and twelve thousand people now. And on that day, there were no less than four hundred thousand people on, camp yeah. on that camp. Yeah, oh man, it was
1: crazy. Like. Yeah. So yeah, we saw each other then. I was like uh, late, yeah, yeah, late so, September.
3: So when when we saw each other, I was as as doughy and, uh, and 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 out of shape as I've been in years. And in just six weeks of kind of applying, like, look, let me let me get some carbs back in my diet. Let me let me do this. I have probably shed about ten pounds. And my my uh, endurance is through the roof. Huh.
1: Well, so and let's adding, talk about that carb cycling. Like, so what? Yeah. What would you prescribe to just like a person not not necessarily who's training for anything, you know, epic, but just like let's say what I'm doing, just like a uh, moving slow a lot, lifting heavy stuff.
3: Um, well, there, um, I'm I'm kind of borrowing a little bit from uh, Jason Ferrugia's uh-huh. uh, Renegade uh, diet here, um, but the he. He's not certainly the only one talking about intermittent fasting. But one thing that we don't do is we don't ever give our guts a rest. You know, we, we don't need this whole – I think one good thing about the low-carb diet or low-carb way of life is that it teaches you that you don't need to eat six meals a day. Right. It's, it's stupid. You don't Every need two hours. to constantly be eating. Yeah. You know, so on, on any given day, like what, what my day looks like is I usually do not eat breakfast. If I have a workout in the morning I'll eat a little light like I may have a little like hundred and fifty calorie snack or something you know I, not that I count calories I just right. use that as a round number of uh, of some fat and protein in the morning and uh, and then usually lunch is something very light it's almost always fish almost always oily fish sardines or or uh, or salmon you know or something like that um, we we have uh in abundance of uh, good raw oysters here. Mm. And there's a, a place right across the street from my office that has uh, oysters on the half shell. So I'll go and get like a little small salad and a dozen oysters uh, f- for that. Yeah, oh, w- wouldn't, rec-
1: wouldn't recommend that to anyone uh, in the middle of the country. Um, right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Ju- just make sure, make certain that you don't mix your smoothie and raw oysters together because a raw oyster smoothie is not too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway so lunch is usually something very light um and if i need a little snack in the afternoon i'll have a small little snack uh, but then i eat dinner like <laughs> like a monster yeah my dinner i mean I, huge. I, I will i will have i'll have two full dinners and i'll probably put i'll probably put about 500 calories in my body throughout the course of the day and i'll eat between between six and ten i'll probably eat Two two full dinners. I'll probably put a good two thousand calories in my body. Yeah, because that's you know if you if you try to calorically restrict yourself, your body will respond in kind
1: by slowing it, down it, it, your metabolism. It will slow down
3: metabolism. Yeah, and you know one thing you can tell if you are uh, I take my temperature at three o'clock every afternoon, and why three o'clock is because that's about uh, halfway between my uh, my my light lunch and my my big feast, and if you're Body temperature drops below ninety eight point six. Your metabolism is slow.
1: Okay, so like I gave blood this morning, and they did my temperature, and this is was eight thirty in the morning. It was ninety seven point two. What does that yeah, mean? Yeah,
3: your 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 metabolism is is slowing down. It's it's, it's not. It, you're, you're something's going on in your body where you're not burning as much energy, and it's not it's not a uh, it's not a heat transfer thing. It's just a good kind of a rough indicator of what's going on in your body. And if I'm slower that day, if I'm if I'm at 97, sometimes I'm at 97, 96.9, 97.2, then I really need to watch what's going on. I need to watch how much I eat that day.
1: So like, um, what would you say it, you it, need to eat more on that day or Well,
3: not- you you might have to because one, you know, one way to boost your metabolism and this, this sounds antithetical is to eat more. Right. Eat, you know, go a couple of days and eat a couple of hundred extra calories of, of human
1: um, food, not eating of, more of just you know a bunch of crap. Right? Like, yeah, 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 real, real yeah. food.
3: I mean, I, at this point, uh, you know, I, I'm fortunate enough to to be next to several farmers' markets throughout the course of the week. Uh, I go to a whole animal butcher that that only does locally raised, grass fed, pastured animals, um, and and that is 99 percent of the food that I eat either comes from that butcher. Or the farmers' market. Awesome, and uh, it's it's just just real foods, and but if you if you you're looking at that and you're looking at your metabolism slowing down, the best way to boost your metabolism is to feed yourself. Your body will respond in kind. Right. But it's also again, like you said, feed yourself with real food. I mean, cruciferous vegetables and sweet potatoes and and white rice and and uh, you know one one thing that I learned. People love a Pied Piper, right? P- and, and people love, uh, in, in health and fitness, people love a Pied Piper. People love to have bad actions validated. Right. And you know, just because you have a low-carb way of life does not mean put a stick of butter in your coffee in the morning. Yeah, you know, j- Just because fat does not trigger an insulin response does not mean eat a pound of bacon for dinner. And, uh, and, and, and these people that brag about being able to get away with this that's fine, but you can't you know and that will eventually catch up to you. It caught up to me at the end of this year. you know, I was still eating that I was eating fat with impunity, and yeah, I wasn't necessarily gaining any weight, but my body composition was worsening mm-hmm. because I wasn't giving myself enough insulin to help store. Uh, lean muscle tissue and help build lean muscle tissue
1: right so do you and, do like like a month of where you're doing like a like you know quote-unquote high carb where you've got oats and sweet potatoes and then like a week where you you cut that stuff out or like no
3: no no, no. i just I, I cycle it daily like like daily. Uh, okay yet um yesterday my my only workout i was supposed to go home and work out with kettlebells in the afternoon but i went and uh, worked out with wine at lunch um with some friends <laughs> and so the kettlebell yes. workout got uh got knocked out so uh, yesterday I had only had a light swim. Uh, and so I just didn't eat, I maybe ate about 30 grams of carbs for the day. Um, this morning I made up for that workout. I had a monster workout this morning and I've got to run this afternoon. I'm probably going to eat about 75 or, or maybe even a hundred calories of carbohydrate for dinner tonight. I mean, a, a, a grams, grams of yes. a, a, a carbohydrate for dinner tonight. Uh, I'm going to have a monster sweet potato with, uh, with my steak tonight. And so on, on days that you have that insulin, when, when you are, let me back up, when you have intense exercise, that is the best time to have an insulin response in your body because that's when you are less sensitive to the, to the, the swings of insulin. Right. And that's when you want insulin to be doing its thing. When your muscle tissue is broken down and you're trying to rebuild lean muscle tissue. And and that's whether you're, you're lifting weights. You're a bodybuilder, or you're an endurance athlete, or you're just you know a, a, a not even training for anything. You're just trying to stay healthy, right? Uh, the, to, to cycle the carbs around that, but also be aware of what your real needs are that day. Again, no, nothing. There's no such thing as a license of uh, of impunity. Yeah, and that, anything that it comes to food, and
1: that's what I was going to say. It's like I think a lot of people in like sort of this you know low carb camp are, are like. You know, there's this idea that you can eat fat unlimited, which that that's going to create problems too. You, it's like there's there's this. Now, I think if you have an aggressive fat loss goal, like if you're maybe severely type two diabetic, uh, I'm not saying you know you can have fat with impunity, but I'm saying as far as like carbohydrates, probably need to cut out. You know, certain things that that you know are are not really sort of acting like they should in your system. But what like if you're just if you're kind of like in that space you know, that that place where you're. You're able to exercise. You're not, you know, 200 pounds overweight or whatever. There's sort of this. There's middle ground. It's a pretty huge range of uh, the right amount of fat. You know, a good amount of carbohydrates. The right amount of protein. Where it's not like okay, zero carbs and you know 500 g- grams of fat a day. And I think right. people have sort right. of th- thought that oh, I'm just going to sit down and eat like a stick of butter for dinner. And and that's I mean that's haha and I mean, it, that's great. But look,
3: there, it's a good. It's also a good transitioning tool because a lot of diet and I hate the word diet, but a lot yeah. of diets are are so restrictive, and and ultimately what it causes is it causes misery and misery is not something that human beings can sustain. Right. We, we don't want you know we don't want to be miserable at all. Well, and I think some just, you
1: know, some uh, people I think uh, some mother-in-laws mothers-in-law right, yeah, probably exactly. do well, but yeah, some
3: people take comfort in other misery. Than, yeah. but, <laughs> but but the the point being is that so eating a stick of butter for dinner might give someone that satisfaction that they need as they transition off of sugar. As you right. get off of that sugar roller coaster, you know, and then once you kind of reach that level of, uh, of, of you know, kind of homeostasis in your diet, yeah. then you can start to 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 dial back all the other things. You yeah, can and dial back that fat.
1: Because I, I mean, I think we were sort of our our lives have. Uh, have been very simultaneous in many ways, but, um, you know, I was doing like the, the really, really, really high fat. And then I started a program, a, an exercise program that was like a, I did like a eight week or nine week hypertrophy deals, like a bodybuilder workout that I got from my brother. And I added back in, you know, sweet potatoes and rice and all this other stuff. And my, my body composition did not change at all. It, it, it but I, I got more muscle because right. I, I was thinking I was just going to like start getting all pudgy or whatever, you know, like based on what I was sort of thinking. But it, that didn't happen at all. Like I added, you know, uh, I would do like like full fat yogurt with like blueberries and protein powder or something like at night. And man, that was like my go-to
3: snack. Oh, look, we, uh, strawberries are, uh, are wonderful down in southern Louisiana and strawberry season just started. I went to the farmer's market and I bought a, an entire flat of strawberries and uh, Wednesday night
0: oh, for after
3: dinner – I had a monster bowl of straw. I probably had two pints of strawberries uh, in one sitting. Awesome, yeah. And, and this was this was after uh, slow roasted I mean, it's, I had slow roasted pork and broccoli and and rice and uh, and this big bowl of sweet potatoes. And I went and checked my uh, my blood sugar because I'm a nerd. And it was like <laughs> it was like 98, you know, yeah. uh, j- just with a with a with an unthinkable amount of strawberries yeah. I had just finished eating.
1: I used to do that and too. So, like on a for like if I was on a road trip, I would pull into like a. A, a grocery store and just go in and get like a pound of strawberries and just eat that
3: <laughs> but and, and i can't tell you how just happy and satisfied that made me yeah and so uh you know it, it, there's so there's so many things that are improved by having the right amount of of insulin again insulin's a necessary hormone and the, the way to manage it is to not eliminate it and but i think you know sleep uh mental focus, you know, people, you know, yes, your brain can run on ketones. It prefers to run on sugar.
1: Right. Like, yeah, if, if, if ketones are, are like just straight up glucose are present, it's going to pick glucose every time. Right.
3: Yeah, exactly. And the, the other thing is that there's so much damage, you know, to, that can be done with these unrestricted high fat diets. Everybody loves to drink bulletproof coffee. You know why? Because it, del- it is it is it is wonderfully, magically delicious yeah. to put delicious grass-fed butter into a good cup of coffee. There is no denying that. But the split second that you add a little bit of sugar to your diet or you have that glass of red wine at night or any anything that is seemingly innocent, then you have just turned all that saturated fat, which is not bad. Saturated fat is not bad for you. Unless it is also in the presence of sugar. And so then you've taken all that saturated fat and you have turned it into an artery-clogging atomic bomb. And so people don't take the proper precautions. They, they love to, to, to do these fun little things like drink bulletproof coffee. But then they don't cover the rest of their diet and and understand really what they're doing to themselves metabolically. So what, if somebody's going
1: to insist on drinking bulletproof coffee, what are you going to tell them to do the rest of the day diet-wise?
3: I mean, as as much as, you know, if somebody's going to insist on drinking bulletproof coffee, then you've really got to be religious about the amount of sugar that you have coming into your diet. And that even means limiting fructose. Again, you know, we didn't get— Fructose is a pretty uh, is a pretty worthless sugar, Right. and it's good to limit it. But it's also not as fatal as some low carb people, uh, some people would, would would have you believe. Well, maybe
1: it's so fatal in in with with such a in
3: high the, amount but, of but fat in, in yeah. the presence in the presence of significant amounts of saturated fat. Yes, then fructose becomes a really bad thing because it then makes that saturated fat a bad. Thing for your body, right. and not a good thing. Huh. And so you're not allowing the, you know, you're not allowing the body to have the benefit of the cholesterol. I mean, cholesterol is a necessary. That's why is a necessary thing for your body. It's a necessary thing for your brain. That's why I, I got to. I mean, on a vegan diet, I started to get depressed, and that's primarily because there was no cholesterol in my diet. Yeah. And, I, and I, my my brain function was starting to uh, to to wane. And, and I say this not being glib, but maybe a little glib is you want to talk to some of the angriest people in the world, talk to a vegan. Try and argue with a vegan about diet and you will have some vile – I used to have a vegan podcast. And I I kind of – I came out of the closet as a meat eater, right? And you would not believe the most vile, hate, you know, invective-filled emails that I would get from people – uh, and, you know, maybe that they're that mean because they have no cholesterol <laughs>
1: in their diet. Well, yeah, it's funny. Like, the other thing about cholesterol, it's like, okay, we need cholesterol. Our guys need cholesterol, and, and women, to make testosterone. Right. And it's like, okay, we're, we're pre- over-prescribing these cholesterol-lowering drugs, and then what's the other drug that's being over-prescribed that you see commercials for? Like, Viagra, oh, yeah. and Cialis. Yeah. Like, no yeah. wonder, like, you know, that's happening. Right. It's like, we're taking these. If you're taking a statin, you might as well take a Viagra, too. So... Um, yeah, anyway, but, um, I okay. Know, so
3: I, I, I don't know if you've seen Amy Schumer's bit about that, but, uh, uh, she makes a joke about it. She goes, if you have an erection lasting longer than four hours, call me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that's hilarious. That's she's, funny. Anyway, she's awesome. Is
3: this, Wait, is this a family podcast? It, well, no, it's
1: not. We, 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 uh, we've crossed many lines on this podcast, but, um, I guess this is one of the other things I was gonna ask you. Um, so, so what you're saying is that, let's say, um, somebody that's, that's, done the the bulletproof is uh coffee it's done super high fat and now they're going to transition into you know where they're going to like add like ooh strawberries or or like uh you know mangoes back into their diet
3: so what i would tell you is give your give your digestive system a rest it's it's fine to go 12 14 16 hours without eating right and so you kind of mark that you know again this is this is kind of stealing from renegade diet here uh, you kind of mark the end of your dinner. So let's say you finish eating dinner at 8. You know, try – don't eat until noon yeah. the next day and then start eating lightly um, and then don't have any carbohydrate in your diet uh, for for that lunch. Or rather – let me let me rephrase. The only carbohydrate should be fibrous fruits and vegetables. You should not have any – uh, any starch or anything else with that diet, you know, it, with with that lunch as you transition in, and then at night when you're uh, when you're kind of ready for that meal, then you can add uh, you can add those carbohydrates in, kind of bringing it in under the blanket of protein and fat. Right. You know, and and one thing also is that you got we've got these two nervous systems, and anybody that listens to anything about health and fitness knows that you've got the sympathetic in the parasympathetic nervous system sympathetic being fight or flight and parasympathetic being kind of that you know quote unquote rest and digest right well the parasympathetic i mean this this when your sympathetic nervous system is engaged that's your best time to use and burn fat problem is is that we also live in a society where we're so stressed you wake up in the morning you're already you know you roll out of bed you're checking emails you're worried about you know your day getting started. You're driving to work. You're you're yelling at people. You know, uh, you, you you're drinking cups and cups of coffee, and so we're stressing that adrenal system so much that our sympathetic nervous system is overly taxed. But if you can properly manage it and, and kind of help yourself reset your gut every day by giving it a break. That kind of helps in a healthy way, engage your sympathetic nervous system, and so then at night, when you have that big meal or in the afternoon when you have that big meal, then your parasympathetic nervous system is engaged, and that that's what helps utilize all the all the food all, right. all the you know the, the the benefits from the insulin, helping to arguably store lean muscle and not store fat. And so you only have about a four-hour window where that parasympathetic nervous system is engaged. And, but when your, sympath- your parasympathetic nervous system is engaged, again, you are resting and digesting. But what happens is that if you get up, you have a big bulletproof coffee, and then you go and you have a big monstrous you know, T-bone steak for lunch, and then you go and have dinner that night, then you're always y- engaging that, that same rest and digest nervous system. And you know, I, I don't, I don't want to get into a situation. I'm not a medical doctor, of course, and I'm not even a trained dietitian. And so, what I, you know, what I know about these nervous systems is kind of almost cursory at best. But the way that I've been over the last couple of months engaging my body and purposefully triggering sympathetic versus parasympathetic, I've seen incredible, incredible gains in just a couple of months. Right. By by, by kind of keeping my my way of eating. Uh, in, in, in check. I mean, like it's a, it's 11 in the morning right now and I am about to eat this phone. I'm, I'm that hungry, <laughs> but I'm going to have a little bit of lunch and it's going to satisfy me in a way that I never thought a little salad with sardines would. Right. And because I, because I know, again, that's kind of the, the joy is that I, I know tonight I'm going to this, uh, Argentine steakhouse here in the city, oh, man. uh, with some friends and I'm going to feast. Yeah. I'm going to feast this evening.
1: Well, I'll, you know, I, I've got a, a side of beef in my in my freezer out in the garage. And so, like last night, I thawed out like a pound and a half of ground meat, and I cooked that up with some tomatoes and garlic and spices and some bone broth. Uh, and that was like, I, that's a ton of food. But that's all I had eaten all day yesterday. Um, oh, you'll,
3: I, you'll love this. The other night, I had something at work. And so, I, I do 100% of the cooking in my house. Yeah, me too. And uh I had I made two batches of meatballs. One was from ground meat and the other one was from ground beef heart.
1: Mm, I had beef and heart my, and tongue 2 nights ago.
3: Yeah, and my wife uh my wife uh took the wrong one out of the fridge <laughs> and, and served the beef heart meatballs to my kids. Yes. And they loved it. Yep. Ha-ha. They loved it. And they got home I got home they told me how good the dinner was and I'm like you just ate beef heart. Yep. And of course my girl's like hey, yep. running around freaking well, out. We my this- my son's like kind yes. of pat himself in the back like yeah I ate hard that's
1: funny we have like this uh, group that meets every month uh, for supper club kind of deal and, and like there's an email thread going before it and I said because I just made this uh, this cow tongue and I said you know kind of jokingly I'll, I'll bring cow tongue for everybody and she was like oh that's so gross but she goes on about it and I just replied you eat cow butt that's gross <laughs> and she was like Good point. <laughs> I had yeah. never thought of it that way. Like, yeah, you eat a cow butt. How's that any different than just like a different other body part? But anyway, well, hey, John, we are out of time. I can't believe it. Um, but tell us before you go, what what you have something cooking? Like, what's uh, what's coming up next for you um, in this? Uh, yeah. So, in this field? Uh,
3: so I've kind of hung my podcasting spurs up when I took this. I took this really cool job on last last fall and now that I've kind of figured out my footing on that I'm going to be getting back into the game and uh, there's a buddy of mine who is a he's a triathlon coach but he's all, he's kind of like a renaissance man like he owns restaurants and uh, like healthy restaurants and puts on races and and uh does all kind of stuff and so he and I are uh, gearing up to do a podcast and I don't want to I don't want to name the name just yet but it's a really it's the coolest name I've ever heard of a podcast <laughs> and 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 what the theory is going to be it's like um, no interviews, no you know, no none of that. We're but you have these podcasts and it's the same kind of same group of, of people all interviewing, know, all, all
1: interviewing each other. All
3: interviewing each other. And and you know, some of which are, you know, people telling you how bad you're sucking at things and and, and and there's a there's a lot there's a lot of that. So what we'll talk about is like, look, hey, you know, Kelly Starrett has good stuff to say and if you want to go listen to him, I heard him on this podcast so we'll reference other podcasts. Right. But it's just gonna be a podcast about what's smart and healthy and right right and uh and it's gonna be, it's gonna be really cool it's gonna well, be like it's gonna be the culmination of everything that i've learned uh i've learned up until now and cool it's' it's, it's, it's gonna be fun mm-hmm. so We'll and keep we'll do, us posted.
1: We'll, yeah, we'll definitely uh, we'll uh, tell all of our listeners when that's up. I, that'll that'll definitely be one of my uh, one of my go tos uh, since you were you were sort of my my podcast godfather. Uh,
3: so hey, so. yeah. Hey. Um, I'll tell you, you sent me five really good questions. Oh about, man, we didn't even, even get, in get to in the questions in Zone Two training that we didn't talk about that oh, thing. Poor so Rick. Yeah, Rick. Got to come back on because there were some good questions there. Yeah.
1: Really Tell you what, um, he's doing this um, race. I think like in the spring. Um, I'm trying to think. I've got um, some shows. I think. I think on the 21st of January is a show that's coming out. Let's. Would you want to come back on? Maybe a time that Rick can come back on, like in the middle of January.
3: Yeah, and and then fun, and right.
1: we'll, I think I think answering those five questions would take us thirty minutes. So yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I'll tell Rick. that I'll apologize to Rick because he sent me all these questions, like ask John all this stuff, and we didn't even like get to the well, email. I'll,
3: we we can certainly uh, we can certainly uh, podcast about it, but I'll also respond to that email just with a few answers, just for him him personally. Okay, so. cool.
1: Yeah, awesome. And uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll email you too, and we'll get you back on in January.
3: Right on. Cool. This, all right. Fun. Always Thanks, fun.
1: John. All right, man. We'll talk soon.
3: Yep. Thanks, See you, dude.
0: You're listening to the Simply Human podcast.
1: All right, thank you, John. It is now uh, we have now entered the hot dog portion of the show, and we are going to talk. We we thought possibly we were going to have to hide Hyde's name, (laughs) Zing, but he said we could use his name. So this is my my buddy Hyde in the locker room story. The, The sound quality isn't great, but it's it's you know what it's not readable obviously it's it's uh hearable is that the word
2: so. audible i think is the word you're looking for <laughs> wordsmith it's, uh,
1: it's audible here's here's side.
2: did you hear me just farting by the way did that come through
1: i think so Hyde.
2: awesome hello
1: okay Hyde. um what are you do you have a headset on or something
2: i do have a headset on
1: okay um I think that'll work. Rick, what do you have? It sounds
2: fine to me, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, okay. Oh, wait. crowd. I wasn't going to use your real name. I'll bleep that out.
2: It, yeah, It's okay. I can't you use can your use real name. You can my real name. Well, the, we were going to have fun, like, coming up with an alias, like Horatius or something. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's fine. You can... Let's... Let's, uh... You know, you guys can do whatever you want. Okay, well
1: I mean, after all, you are the funny ones, right? Yeah, Oh, I told Rick about oh. that. I told Rick about that and he was laughing. So yeah, so <laughs> give you a little backstory. Hyde was was saying, Okay, is this is this story gonna be funny? And I was like, Don't worry, me and Rick will make it funny, and then he and then Hyde was like, well, so are you saying I'm not funny? Well I'm not doing it now. And I was like, Wait, no, no, you're funny. So okay, so Hyde, uh, speaking of Uncle Rico, Rick, uh, yes. I was number fifty-two in, in high school. Hyde was number fifty-one. Uh, the difference between us was that did you, was,
2: sh- did you guys share like a protective cup like in uh, the water boy where they like uh, go to the sideline <laughs> and pull the
1: cup out No the the difference between uh, me and Hyde in high school was that he was the unanimous pick on uh, first team on uh, district me 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 I
0: So he was unanimous though
1: It was unanimous
2: I don't think so. I I remember sharing with the Plano East
1: guy. Whatever. It was I thought it was
2: This humorous. seems like something Mark would uh would latch onto for twenty years. And so the difference is Hyde <laughs> was good at American football. Right. And Mark was not as good.
1: I was honorably mentioned. That was, Honorably mentioned, yeah. like, uh,
2: just a, <laughs> the participant
1: ribbon. Right. Okay, well, the story... I'm sure
0: why you did have your picture taken with the varsity your junior year.
1: I did. And so, and, but you're, I would have, Yeah, I think I would have probably, well, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> anyway, okay. So the story that, that if, you've, if you've noticed, the title of the podcast was, uh, the, in the locker room was the name of this story. So to kind of give us some background to set this up and I'm going to let Hyde take it away is that we, uh, our junior year, our spring of our junior year is like in off season, you become like the the eldest. You're, You're like the seniors even though you're juniors. Like in preparing for the next fall because all the this, because
2: all the seniors are they're not going to be back for another year right. so it's the juniors you're passing the torch right
1: so this we for all
2: of our like international people who don't understand American right. football.
1: right and we have people in ireland uh hide yeah. and canada and in, in the uk and okay ireland.
2: canada they play football dude
1: okay sorry um okay, okay. <laughs> we have people in minnesota um <laughs> <laughs> so it was that it was that moment we Hyde and i were seniors we were sort of taking over the uh the rain so to speak and so we were kind of like the the you know, well, I won't speak for Hyde, but I you know, kind of feel like you're the big man on campus, like you're Mr. cool guy. you're gonna like impress all the all the I young
2: guarantee guys. Mark was obsessed with this by the yes. way With okay. like, oh yeah, this is all mine, baby,
1: yeah, so past me there <laughs> there was like before off season actually started we had a, a series of team meetings, and that was like the the sophomores and like they even that had some freshmen would come in, and like we would sort of have this sort of like you know team led senior led team meeting. And it was, during, it was during one of these team meetings, right at the beginning. Hi, do you, what is your recollection from that point?
0: Well, I, to me, it starts way before all of
1: that. I just, I just tell the story. <laughs> I just tell the story. I'm like, well, hi, thanks for being on the
0: show. Well, <laughs> well, because for me, the context of the story is like way back when we first met, like sixth or seventh grade. Oh, because goodness. immediately upon going over to your house, one of the first things you notice is like two things really.
1: Oh boy. One, Mark likes to, I don't know, this family friendly so I don't know how you guys say it, but makes dirty air. Farts. Loud
0: dirty air. Okay.
1: <laughs> loud dirty air. <laughs> but he likes to do that and he likes an audience when he does this. So we go over to his house and there he is, he's getting on his back. Aiming that thing at all of us, doing what he called the "quote unquote" fart factory. Fart factory, yes, I can still do it. Yes, Uh, yeah. I mean, so
2: it's a—it's quite the show. And so he's
0: trying to get everybody to watch and listen, and woohoo!
2: And, and normal people are completely disgusted by this. Yes. They do not like yeah. to see this. They, this is like, hey, everyone, come to my house. I'm going to put on a show for you. I'm going to take this homeless person and cut his head off. <laughs> people are like, oh, that's disgusting. I don't want anything part of that.
1: Rick, very Mark's quick. Like, no, no, no.
2: It's totally awesome. Very, watch.
1: Very quickly. Hold on. Very quickly. We, we, there was a time that my, my dad had several of his friends over, and this is when I was probably in seventh, eighth grade. And my dad thought it was hilarious. You know, go figure. And so in the middle of this sort of family <laughs> gathering where others, like, um, there are all these, like, old, older men there, you know, these sort of state like men. Like adults
2: sitting around having a cocktail party talking yes. about the Middle East. And, <laughs> yes. You know, so I, go, I
1: think I've told this on the podcast I, you, before. You have, but tell it again. So I go, I go in and I, I, you know, lay on my back, throw my legs up over my head and start doing that and not a peep. Everyone's just staring at me like... <laughs> Kinda <laughs> keep
2: like you went dry like you couldn't
1: perform. No, I was <laughs> Oh, hide! I can I, I can perform on command. Uh, by the
2: way, for everyone yeah. to understand the, the the physical mechanics of this, Mark gets on his back, puts his legs over his head, and he can suck in oh, air. Oh, jeez! Yeah, it's kind of like yeah he can. It's like kind of like how people can make themselves burp by sucking in air yeah. and then burping <laughs> it back out. Mark can do that with his bottom. God. <laughs> okay, he back to was the... like. And it just, it's, it sounds like a machine gun. You can like, do it over and over again. It,
1: it sounds like it's this. It's
0: like a weird kid that can do the alphabet by burping Yeah. seeing like America the Beautiful while yeah. belching out something.
1: Okay, so back to, let's get let's get to the locker room. Let's let's get there. Okay, so that's the context by
0: which I grew up being friends with Mark, always knowing that, <laughs> man, something just may let loose and he's calling everybody's attention to it. So here Mark is coming, and he's the big man on campus, and he's, you know, he, especially with all of the young sophomores and a couple freshmen that are coming over, he's
1: trying to be, you know, the man, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, trying okay, to okay.
0: be the guy that everybody looks up to. So here he is, he comes in, he, you know, pounces into the locker room, and he just looks up everybody, like, everybody, hey, everybody! Hey, everybody!
1: Well, and then, then, well, hold on, there's probably about, what would you say, 100 kids in the room?
0: Probably. school. They're, they're, they're all in every sort of different manner of dress, and some people are, you know, half naked and getting dressed, and some people are already getting their stuff on. Mmm, talk you know. slower.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so just, just FYI to too, like the, the freshmen and sophomores are probably pretty nervous, right? right? They're in a team oh. meeting with the leaders of the football team. And this is, you know, for people who didn't grow up in this area, Plano High School football is a huge, huge, huge deal. So this is like something that kids have been wanting to do since they were probably like <laughs> five, six, or seven. Like this is a huge deal for them. And they're probably sitting in this room like, oh, I have arrived. I, I'm in the big locker room. I'm a, a boy amongst gods. Like they're very nervous.
1: Probably. And then this happens. Continue.
0: Yeah, well, it, 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 you're absolutely right, Rick. And, and you know, everybody's looking up to them. And you know, there's all sorts of things that older guys do, and you look up to them, and you just sort of, you know, you look up to them in awe, and you're like, man, I'm going to be just like that guy. <laughs> so here comes Mark. Hey, everybody, hey, everybody, listen to this. And so I'm just sort of looking intently knowing what's about you know that. what's going to happen yeah you know, you yeah have, it's just okay but instead, of he trying,
1: goes again. but instead of trying to stop me he just sort of watches and, and he just and, sort of watching yeah. there's
2: sit no back, stopping mark rogers when he's in a zone like that you just kind of have to sit back and shake your head and go oh. <laughs> oh, here yeah. it comes and he's probably you know if he doesn't have one locked and loaded he's going to suck in and
0: let it out anyway right. so here comes mark he slowly lifts his leg Like he's about to just let one just go crazy ripped.
1: This is highly accurate, by the way.
0: He lifts his leg and goes, here listen to this. And then all of a sudden, nothing. And you look at his face. (laughs) This is petrified, just horror that comes out over his face. And he stops, and as in slow motion, like this. It and it's
1: every. Motion? All eyes are on me. It is complete silence.
0: Oh, it's complete silence. And, and he did not perform upon command. He looks, and he just looks, just stone faced in horror, and then just sort of puts his leg down, and then immediately takes off to the bathroom. <laughs> and we're just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And then on the way to the bathroom, I get up and we're all just laughing like, "Oh my goodness, he just messed his drawers something fierce." On the way to the bathroom, he's running, and before he even gets into the into the place, this little ball of brown dough rolls out of his jean leg all the way down to the ground. (laughs) <laughs> it was hilarious
1: okay so here it is like
0: everybody man, like all the you know all of us juniors just start dying laughing and, you know we're cheering because it was so funny
1: well and to give all these the like,
0: are like." That, does horrible. that mean we have to poop in our pants too
2: before <laughs> you'll on the team? This is what this is. This is who our leaders are.
1: Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. Well, hold on. To give you another perspective, from my from my perspective, I lift my leg and up until the point where I say, "Everybody, everybody, listen! Everybody, listen to me!" I do recall that there was actually a noise that came out, but then and, and it's like a squirting noise. no, well, and our, well, no it, was, it was a perfect solid ball. Now listen. So, so when like Like your
2: your body is like an oyster, like it's taken the uh, grain of sand and rolled it in. Yeah, it was like a ground furrow. Well, we
1: we had a good friend, uh, a a mutual friend of ours named Greg, who was sitting down, and I'm basically doing this in his face, right? Like, and. (laughs) Were were you standing? Didn't you
0: like get on top of something too? No, I I was standing
1: up and Greg was sitting on the bench. And so the way he tells it is that he was looking at my rear end and saw my jeans move. (laughs) The ball, yeah. like the the the, the 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 like a shot out of my you know, and he sees like and he point and he pointed at my at my pants because he saw he saw my pants move, and so I start like kind of like sort of hobbling into the bathroom and yeah and just like he said right before I get to the bathroom this little perfectly there was not a smear of anything anywhere inside my jeans on my underwear anything it was this perfectly round ball it fell out onto the ground I got some paper uh, some toilet paper I picked it up I threw it away. And, and they called me, um, well, I can't I A can't lot of it. things, S, probably. The S-word stain uh, was my nickname for about the next month. Wow. So,
2: By the way, I think, feel like we need to sit down with like a legal pad and some pencils that are sharpened, and we need to come up with how many times has Mark crapped in his oh. pants <laughs> post his eighth birthday? Like, how many times?
1: Why would because we start there?
2: I have. Zero. Zero times. <laughs> Uh, but Mark has to be well into, like, needing to take his shoes off to count. Like, oh, that's – okay, that's the 12th time. Uh, okay, well, this is the time I took a dump in, like, uh, in the – uh, cup at the uh, at the golf course, <laughs> like uh, on the 18th green. Does that count true. as crapping my pants? The, the,
1: well, I, I crapped my pants right before I did that. Uh, true story. Um, so we need to hide. Actually, we're we're out of time, but I wanted Hyde could very well be in our bakery stories uh, conversations. Oh, he yeah. he worked at the bakery for many years. Actually, got to where he could open the bakery on his own. Um, See,
2: this is very like I Hyde. I've only met you like maybe once or twice. I know, but, uh, but like, we it's, just, very, we had- it's very odd because growing up like in the same time frame I'm a year older than you guys but I went to school across town from you guys Mark is like one of my best friends I'm hanging out with Mark all the time I worked at the bakery and it's just odd that like our world's never collided more and it's it's to me it's very heartwarming that the the uh, the theme that brings you and I together is our shared stories of Mark crapping all over himself <laughs> that's the Christmas spirit it really is we're the bizarro we live in the bizarro world or I
0: live in the bizarro world maybe you're in the regular world and Mark is the Jerry that <laughs> binds us both together
1: awesome well Hyde uh, h- hang out for just a second I'm going to end the recording but uh, don't hang out alright well uh, we appreciate you being on and uh, we'll, we'll talk soon <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hyde and uh, actually, we just listened to the end remember from episode sixty and the uh the Santa Claus wheeze wheeze, <laughs> laughing, and I've got the giggles again okay hyde uh appreciate you being on It is now time uh for the simply human tip of the week, something you can start doing today to be a more healthy human, and in light of sort of the week between Christmas and New Year's, you know the tip of the week is be if you had like marshmallowed sweet potatoes and some pie and some dessert and you went a little off the rails, you know I think is is the term you like to use. You're not you're not a bad person. You, you, you know, you, like you're you're not dumb. You're not uh uh you, you don't have any. It's not like you don't have willpower. You're you're, you're okay and uh, yeah. and you can you can get back. You're not you're not off the wagon. Just uh, get throw that stuff off the wagon and uh, put human food back on the wagon and you'll be good to go.
2: Well, there's a pretty good chance that Mark uh, Mark's Christmas dinner was uh, you know a bunch of roasted crickets and uh, a mosquito. Yeah, a mosquito that he microwaved and like just you know some grass fed you know cow eyes. The rest of us regular people, I want to talk to you humans that are like me. There's a pretty good chance you were not able to uh, if you're like me, and I'm speaking in the future, but I'm also predicting the future. There's a pretty good chance you did not stick entirely with uh, you know how we uh how we want to be eating and how you want to be taking care of yourself that's okay that doesn't mean that you lack worth as a human being and i can specifically speak to this because i will beat myself up if i you know if i have a you know a cheat here or there or if i you know don't stick according to the plan i will get you know get very very down on myself if you're anything like me you'll do the same thing don't do that this is the holiday season Odds are you were eating with uh, you know family or friends and really enjoying a good time. Take that moment for what it is. It's a moment that you you know a, a special treat. You broke from what you're normally doing to have a special occasion. What's important now is you don't let that completely uh, send you into a tailspin over the next month of just you know shoving cheesecake in every hole that you've got and you know crying every day. Hey now. the next the next me that your next chance to do something good for yourself is the next time that you eat. So you don't have to let this spiral down into some, you know, destructive pattern of, you know, where you spend a month or two, you know, just eating garbage. Your next chance to do something good for yourself is the next chance that you eat. So the next opportunity Make a human food choice, okay? Do something right. You don't have to wallow in self-despair if you were not perfect during Christmas. I don't think any of us probably are perfect during Christmas. So uh, Christmas is a special occasion. It is what it is. Then let's get back on the train, and, and we'll all ride it together.
1: Boom. Very Boom, well, indeed. Very well said. That was great. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, go to the website, simplyhumanlifestyle.com. Please sign up or buy a reset for you or a loved one. Uh, this is the. I really can't
2: reiterate how, uh, how much I think this is like a good present for someone that you care about, because it's you know presents are one of those it's the thought that counts kind of things. Well, if they see that hey, this person isn't just they're buying me a Bluetooth speaker for my phone or whatever, that, you know, they're they're getting something that's going to make me a better person, you know, physically and, and mentally and, and all this stuff and sleep better. That's a, this is really one of those thoughts that, you know, the thought is what counts kind of presence. So I would very much encourage you if you missed out on somebody or if you want to treat yourself in the new year uh, to something like this, I think this is a really terrific idea.
1: That's right. Uh, so uh, this 21 day email automation, uh, you get a t-shirt recipes from ourfullplate.com and the great Laura Cross... And uh, for a limited time, you get your choice of the nutrients, multivitamin, or a bottle of the skinny fat MCT coconut oil uh, mixture, which is great for cooking, salad dressings, uh, putting in your coffee, all that good stuff. It's great energy. So also leave us a review on iTunes and be entered into the December Simply Human t-shirt giveaway-a-thon. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Simply Human 52 Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on uh, YouTube. Rick, uh, we should do some uh, holiday YouTube videos or something. Um, which which may be good. So uh, yeah, coming, we should do that. Coming up next time, I have no idea.
2: <laughs> it's coming j- up next time, a show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's January seventh. Uh, we well, I got got an idea. I'll tell you all. Soon. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, we got we, we do have Sean Croxton coming up in February. We have we're gonna have Kate Galliett back on sometime soon to discuss another one of her movement. When players. we
2: have her on, can you please stop using your joke of Kate? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, sorry about that. Um, we not gonna I, do that. Anymore. And we're, we're also. That. Yeah, and uh, I talked to Luke after we recorded with him last time, and he has some really cool stuff. He's working on a book, uh, and so he's got a lot of content that he can talk about. So we may have Luke back on, because that's always that's awesome. fun, yeah, talking to Luke. So uh, listen to one of his podcasts this morning, the one with Richard Beck in uh, October, and it's uh, really really a good good. Podcast he's got over there, New, uh, newsworthy with worthy on iTunes. So, all right, um, I think that is going to do it for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast.
2: By the way, happy 2014, everyone, because <laughs> this is the end of 2014. So that's okay, right. Had a great year.
1: So let's so let's try that again. Happy New Year, and yes, that's going to yes, do it sir. for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast.
2: And remember,
1: there was not. A smear of anything anywhere inside my jeans on my underwear anything it was this perfectly round ball so until next time enjoy yourself